0: You're listening to Cross the Line fifteen twenty four, the Common Man's Podcast.
1: But I came here just one drink. It's Cross the Line fifteen twenty four. Join us at the Rusted Nail Speakeasy with a glass of bourbon, table twelve, as the guys sit around and discuss distilleries, common day events, or whatever comes to the bar top. That's right cross the line 1524 me all night. so this episode is one that we recorded several months ago we had the awesome opportunity to go out to Larry Reedy's shooting range Larry is an author a gun uh, safety expert uh, teaches gun safety classes and he invited us to his shooting range to shoot a wide variety of of guns. Um, We're all Second Amendment fans, obviously, and into gun safety and gun protocols in the right way. So we hope you enjoy this. We recorded this after we got done uh, on the range, uh, and I'll have a little more information about Larry after the podcast. Sit back, relax, and as always, enjoy. All right, we're here across the line, 1524 on location. Turn it off, sorry. Once again, Dwayne. Is your mic working?
2: Yeah, mic check, mic, it's mic check. on, it's yeah. turned on. Yeah, one it, time I screw up.
1: So I'm Alan Stanger.
2: And I'm Dwayne Bischoff.
1: We're the 15 side.
2: I'm Jeff Montag. I'm Mike Gardner. I'm Tony Roberts.
1: So <laughs> it's, it's got a little funky. we got a whole bunch of people on the 24 That's side right. now. Mm-hmm.
2: Yep. <laughs> and we're in the 69 side. And we're on the 69 side. We've got our <laughs> special see.
1: guest, Mr.
2: Larry Reedy.
1: So we've been out here to Larry's place uh, so, some of you uh, remember, we've had Larry on the show a couple times. He's an author, uh, gun enthusiast, and some of you may enjoy this podcast, others may not, but we've been out here popping some
2: rounds today. So it's been a great day. Awesome day, awesome Our day. Good old American fun.
1: Yeah, so Larry invited us out here to shoot his guns, and it has been a blast.
2: it got a beautiful facility, a nice, safe target range, uh, gun safety all day long being yep. preached, and... And followed. And that's what, you know, having a gun is being responsible owner and user of it. And you can do it and have fun and be safe. Um, We're sitting down now. We have a beer in front of us, but we've had nothing all day. We just are enjoying the shooting and enjoying the company and nothing better. Good and all
3: I can say Larry's I really appreciate uh, you oh. having us out here. It's just uh, been a been a great day. And it's
0: been fun and, and you don't fun. have to worry about hitting a ball in another fair way. That's <laughs> there, you. there you go. Good point. Or in the water.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right.
0: Or although there there is a divot
1: out there. There is a divot out there. Yeah. We won't say who We're did not, the divot. We won't say who did it. So <laughs> we actually we, we need we got a s a, a, a seventh person here right now.
3: Yeah, sitting in the background son back in there, the back
1: row. You want to introduce him, Mike? Sure, my oldest son, Alex Gardner. So he—he he he, might have been the guy that made the difference.
2: Oh man, oh. throwing him under <coughs> the bus! <laughs> See <all laughs> we were
1: <laughs> doing. Now The bus backs up. Well, man. what I
3: heard, what I heard after it happened, is his, his old man said, "Just like on the golf course." <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh. I oh, it's all good. It's all oh. good. So. Uh, we invited our good friend Tony Roberts out as well, who's a big gun enthusiast. You have gun a good time. you say right. Well, I was going <laughs> to say no, but <laughs> yeah. I didn't want the ATF to come looking. That's a, it's a
4: great range. We got pistol range and rifle range. Yeah, but yeah. it's the pistol range we were shooting about what fifteen yards maybe or twelve yards.
0: Uh, we sh- you were shooting. Uh, yeah, I think it's about thirty feet. Thirty feet. feet. Right? 30 yeah, about thirty
4: feet. And in the yeah. and in your your rifle range. Two hundred yards. Two hundred yards. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was definitely a fun time. So, a couple of the guns that we were shooting 22 Magnum. Did you guys like shooting that gun? Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. 45 yep. ACP. That was a fun gun.
1: 44 Magnum.
2: Good kicker. Man's gun.
1: Man's gun? Is
2: that dirty Harry.
3: So that 44 mag, dirty it, Harry. I mean, for me, I I like that 44 mag. And then right behind it, we shot the the 2357. Yeah. 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 The Python. The, the Python. That, that Python. I thought the Python thumped my hand a lot more than the 44. myself.
2: Yeah, I, I agree, too. Yeah. Just maybe it was the grip feel was different or what, but, yeah, the 357 did have
4: a, a good kick to it. Yeah. I'm a big fan of the Pythons. I've got a couple of those, and I don't think there's a better revolver.
0: It's... Uh, well, I like the course, but the the new pythons actually are more reliable than the older ones. Yeah,
4: I've and got an older one. It's a 85, I think. Yeah, I yep. was gonna
0: buy one. I bought a Smith and Wesson Combat Magnum mm-hmm. instead.
4: It's it seems like there's you got the Smith people and then you got the Colt people. Yeah. I've always I've always, I've got Colts. I don't I don't yeah. never really did much. much well, the funny the thing
0: is, Colt revolvers or clockwise and a Or counterclockwise. Yep. Uh, I have no idea why. <laughs> Got to be guns. different.
2: With somebody from Australia, down under, yeah. down under maybe.
1: Sort of like your boat prop.
2: Yeah. Sort of like my boat prop. We'll just leave that one alone, too.
0: Well, of, of the guns you shot, why don't you go around, what was your favorite gun to shoot?
3: Well, so... Probably You'd start with pistols. Start well. Let's even start with revolvers. 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 Or
0: revolvers yeah, okay. yeah.
1: Start with revolvers.
3: I'll be honest with you. I like I like the forty four mag and the revolver. And you were shooting
0: that double action too. Yeah.
3: Yeah. yeah. I like I like that out of that group,
4: no doubt. Tony,
0: I I like the Python. I just
4: 357, Um i I'm used to shooting those. I like those. I like that gun. Fits good.
1: So I like the Python as well. I thought that was a fun gun to shoot. Mm-hmm. Definitely.
2: Well, I'm gonna go to the H and K 357. I thought I liked the sights on that a little better. Um, just quicker, quicker to get an insight. sight. Yeah. It's a comfortable feel. It felt a little lighter weight too. You know, seemed like it anyway. I like. H and K as well because you could really pick up the sights, but I like the Cornet. But that's the pistol. That's
0: the that's the, the automatic. So that's, that. yeah. that's Yeah, automatic. yeah so that's right. So you're right. Um, mm-hmm.
2: The Cornet was, uh, if I'm saying that, of was fun to shoot. That was yeah. the last that revolver we uh, shot, right? I like that a lot.
4: Yeah. Yeah. If so we're talking about the semi-automatic, that H H was by far my favorite. Oh, that's where I'm, I think I am backwards Yeah. There, yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's that's I'm thinking the the glow in the dark sight. Yeah that, yeah, that is right. You're right. You're that's, right. That's a really, really good gun. So I'm gonna that's switch really
2: my vote. I'm going with 44 magnet too. I gotta get back on the revolvers. That yeah. was the so HK on the pistols, mag 44 mag. No, no on, on the, the back to pistols Oh, no. on okay. the pistol. Back to the semis. Yeah. yeah, the HK on the semi.
1: I like that little 22. I mean, that was fun. The Ruger. The Ruger. I could pop yeah. that thing all day. And only spend ten bucks. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. You well, i want to say
3: my <laughs> the favorite out of that group that I shot was the Legion nine, the nine millimeter. But that HK was right behind it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah and, I mean, and, and for you've the got difference in hands. money. Yeah. Well, maybe yeah. that's it. I don't know. But that Legion for me, shooting it, it just it just popped right back in. I mean, yeah. it, for me, it just popped right back. Uh, the sights dropped right back where I wanted it every time. So.
0: Much better reset than the HK, but it's you know. Yeah, and it's but that like,
3: HK was that HK was nice
4: too. It's a nice gun. Yeah, so for Larry, the price, re- that's reset. Where I did. I've never heard the term reset.
0: That's when when you're when you're firing, a, whether it's a 1911 or a Sig or any of them, when you shoot the gun, and it re-chambers. The reset. Is the forward movement on the trigger before it's ready to engage again, and on that Legion, and on the Wilson Combat, I mean, you're talking just a bare movement, and you're and you ready to shoot again. That way, you can keep you can keep it on the target. And if you're doing a double tap and you're shooting right. By shooting and the quick reset, it's just bam, bam, just Mm -hmm. like that. Okay.
1: So our groupings were all much better with the the semi-automatic, for sure. Yeah, Yeah.
2: no doubt. Well, you guys were shooting double action. Yeah. Yeah, I I shot shot all all the... That's a long trigger pull. Yeah, I just... Because I've never shot revolvers really before, so I just wanted
0: to just... Revolvers are tough to shoot, yeah, and that's yeah. why
2: I shot the double action. I just wanted to know what that was like yeah. versus you know shooting some automatic. You know, were just pulling the trigger, so right? It was fun.
3: Yeah, it was a good time. No doubt.
0: What do you like, Mike? On the pistols. Pistols. I
2: mean, I, I like that that corner. I thought, thought that was no the from, p- oh the semi automatics. I go. I like the H and K because the sights came up really quick and. Or easy to acquire, but I really like the Colt, the Commander, because it was, or so so it's well, a Wilson, it's a Wilson Combat, yeah. yeah. But it's a,
0: well, the 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 difference, though. I mean the, you know the, which one did you like first? The your first, HK K was the HK, H- H- okay. that's a six hundred dollar gun, right? Pistol. That Wilson Combat's three grand. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, but it's a 1911 also, and that's really there's a world of a difference, difference in between that. those two calibers. Yeah. Does everyone have uh, not not necessarily a carry permit, but do you have a home defense gun? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah I both, Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> what do you have for home defense?
2: Well, mine's a pistol, 45. What, what caliber? 45, 45,
1: nine millimeter,
2: nine. I got a Walter P... What? A Walter p P3- nine, two
1: nine,
0: <laughs> 9 millimeter. You got a You're not going to like mine. I got a 44. <laughs> <laughs> 44 <laughs> magnet? Yeah. <Four. laughs> that guy's not getting can, out. You can miss and still scare somebody. <laughs> 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 Maybe yourself. Everybody in the house. do take them out. <laughs>
4: so I've got the CZ 9 millimeter. 9 millimeter. I got the Sig 45 like like yours at at P226. Yeah. And then I got that scatter gun, that short yeah. double barrel. It depends on what room you're in. It yeah. depends what corner of the house or yeah. what sock drawer. So we we
1: finished we did our our revolver and semi-automatic pistol shooting and then it was time to get rid of those targets, but we had one more gun to shoot yet.
2: That's right. at the paper targets. At
1: the paper targets. So Larry brings out Twelve-gauge, double barrel, like they used on the stage coaches. Coach gun. Coach gun he's got double lot in one barrel. He's got a deer slug in the other. <laughs> there wasn't much left of those targets when we were done. Yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Yeah. yeah. So it's a without the
3: pad. <laughs> he told me what was in them. He said, "I'm not going to tell you which barrels in what, which barrels which." Yeah. I dared,
1: yeah. I dared somebody pull both yeah, barrels yeah. triggers at the same time. Nobody did, including myself. I'm not going to do that.
0: But that's not fun. I tried it once. Did you? <laughs> Just no. once. Yeah. <laughs> one, one time only.
1: I was afraid if I do, I end up looking up at the sky.
0: Yeah.
2: People like one of those cartoons.
0: Yeah. yeah. What What did you think of the 22 Magnum? It's a fun. I mean, that
2: was a fun gun. It's just, yeah. it, it seems like your your mind is not anticipating too much. Yeah. You know, you're you're expecting a big kick, and it doesn't. So it takes a couple shots till you get your brain to relax and just shoot it because it's not going to kick. Well, and especially, Cause it especially like
3: everybody was. So that was the first gun we shot after the revolvers. So we were shooting those those big yeah. revolvers.
0: The fir- that was the first revolver. The first, shot.
3: Revolver first revolver was a oh. Smith
0: and Wesson 22 Magnum. Oh, that was.
3: Oh yeah yeah yeah. The
0: the That's thing yeah, about nice. a 22 Magnum, uh, I've got a Kel Tec that holds 30, and a, and one woman asked me, well, why would not I use that as a home defense gun? Because, I mean, it's it's got the zip to it. I mean, and 30 rounds. The only problem is it puts out so much flame that if you shot it in the house, you wouldn't be able to see who you're shooting at the second time. <laughs> is that right? Yeah,
2: yeah. Huh. But you got 29 more times to yeah, get close. Yeah, you just shoot blind. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We went elk hunting, and uh, the our guide that was with us, this young guy, he had a gun strapped to his chest, and that was his carry gun. And then the second day I finally asked him I said what do you you know what do you got here cuz there's bear lion and stuff and his job was to protect us from whatever and he said 22 and I'm like 22 he goes yeah and I think it was a kel he goes yeah he, it was 28 30 rounds he goes I figure if I can't turn it or stop it in that it's all over anyway yeah. <laughs> and I'm like oh good point yeah. he said plus you could start shooting further out and be a lot more accurate yeah
0: well the thing is with any any home defense gun is better than nothing and if somebody can't shoot accurately with like a nine millimeter which was my preference for home defense uh even though i've got a 45 upstairs but i've got a nine millimeter downstairs just because of capacity uh if if somebody can shoot a 22 and be accurate that's better it beats a blank yep right so from there
1: we went to some uh, longer range yeah. firearms so what was that
0: first one we shot the uh, the fir- uh, the first one was the m1a uh which replaced the grand the grand used to have a clip <coughs> and it'll pop out this is a magazine 20 round magazine and it chambered in 308 with just the military sites that they've always had on yeah. the M1.
3: So we're shooting that open sight. Uh, open sights, yeah.
0: And uh, that thing reach
3: out there. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: A 308 is pretty flat at 300 yards. After 300 yards, you start to dri- you start a drop on it. Uh, if uh, if somebody's a long range shooter, they're better off with a 6.5. It's a lighter shell. It shoots flatter, but it's insane expensive. Yeah, and you can't find them. But right. for 200 yards, 308s yeah. are great.
1: Yeah, we were uh, reaching out and touching things.
0: Yeah,
2: well, and around here now in Indiana, you could use rifles to deer hunt, which, which I still think is a mistake. But you know, a 308 is a great deer gun. Yeah. You know, like you said, 200 yards, which. For most everybody in this area, that's more than enough distance. Because yeah. where I hunt at, if I can see a hundred yards, I'm doing luck. You know, i lucky. So it's the perfect good.
0: How how does that compare to the the thirty odd six? It's it shoots flatter. It's a lighter shell. Thirty odd six at two hundred yards. It's got a three and a half or four inch drop. Where uh, if anything, depending on the load on the um, 308, it might rise an inch, but most of the time it's just dead flat. So you know, you you got to compensate for a. Th- are,
4: they, are those the same diameter bullet or not? Uh, what same diameter bullet or? Uh, yeah,
0: th- yeah, so it's 30 cal. Th- they're all 30 caliber. Okay. Yeah, everything's. Mm-hmm. It's like the 223 or the 556, five, same diameters of 22. Gotcha. It's
1: that time of year again. It's the Creekside Church Drive Through Chicken Dinner on October 2nd. It starts at 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., or whenever the chicken runs out. Four pieces of chicken, mashed potatoes and gravy, coleslaw, green beans, and pie for dessert. That's right, the Creekside Church Drive Through Chicken Dinner on October 2nd. Starts at 11 o'clock. Creekside Church is located at 11001 Bozzard Road in Brookville, Indiana. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana and Teppy Liquors in Brookville, Indiana have whatever you need to cool down during the hot summer days and summer nights. Just in is the old 55 barrel picks, which include the sweet corn mash bill. Jake Ireland's off-hours barrel pick is also in. Get both of these while you still can. Are you looking for ready-to-drink cocktails? They've got them. They also have your mixers and accessories to go with whatever cocktail you want to make. Hard Truth out of Nashville, Indiana just stopped in and dropped off the two barrels that Batesville Liquor Co. selected. We tasted it and it's some great stuff. Guess what? Our friends at Logsdale Distillery have finally made it to Indiana. Try the Monks Road bourbon and gin. It is now available. Did somebody say beer? Stock up on both domestic and imported beers. Now, if you're into a fine cigar, they have a walk-in humidor as well. At Batesville Liquor Co., check it out. Located at 315 Shopping Village in Batesville, Indiana, or Tebby Liquor, on Main Street in Brookville. Let them know that Cross the line, 1524 Cruise sent you. Gilman's Home Centers with 14 locations and growing. You know what? It's the party time of the year. That's right. You might need some party rentals and they've got them. They've got bouncy houses, tents, even slushy machines for those adult party friendly drinks. You know what? Things are heating up, which means you need to start thinking about watering options for your lawn and garden. They've got it. You know what? It may be too hot for you. They've got plenty of air-conditioning units and fans just for you. Gilman Home Centers, with 14 locations in Indiana and Ohio.
3: Then we moved up and actually uh, put a scope on a few. Yeah. We shot. yeah. So you have to remind me what order we shot those in.
0: Well, okay, you start with the Barrett. The AR, it's a piston-driven AR. Is a- to me, it's the cream of the crop. Yeah. Uh, hit a, a Hawk uh, 4x20 scope on it, uh, which I forgot. Bat- oh, no, that one's a different one. I had not hit batteries in that one. Uh, but I, I hit this loaded with two 2.3s two at 200 yards, 5.56 five or 2.23. You can't tell the difference. Yeah. And uh, uh, accurate, very accurate gun, very easy, low recoil. Uh, Those are fun to shoot. Yeah, I'm yeah, and fun to shoot. And that's the fun to shoot not
3: crazy expensive to shoot. Uh, mm, yeah, they are
0: as, now. Are they? Yeah, are they up there now. About a buck around. Yeah. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. yeah.
3: But compared to the other the other ones
0: we shot, the 308s are about a buck sixty. Yeah. And the forty four magnum because you can't get them. Uh, <laughs> they're with tax and freight, there at about a dollar seventy Yeah, it's around. just crazy. You know, yeah, the
3: prices of ammunition anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's why it was like I said.
2: The twenty-two is the most affordable gun to go out and shoot, and have fun, and and fun, you know, and and practice. Yep. Right. Shoot
0: five hundred rounds a day. It's not. You don't feel you. bad about it. You don't have to borrow money yeah. for the bank. <laughs> <laughs> well, Larry, you'd have to borrow money on that, to put on gas that in the car.
4: Yeah. Is, the, is that an AR, your bear, is that the same platform as all the ARs where oh, interchangeable parts and
0: no. all this, that? No. The, on the piston driven, it's different. That most of the, the, the really inexpensive ARs, they call them direct impingement. And what happens when you shoot it, the gas goes all the way back to a rod, all the way into the housing for the gas to escape. So you've got to take it apart. You're cleaning the housing and everything. The piston, it stops the gas about this far back in the barrel. And the only cleaning, uh, you, never take, you never take the housing off of it to clean the inner parts. You just pull a piston rod out, wipe it down, and you know, do the barrel, and that's it. Mm. <laughs> and, and they have a longer life than the direct impingement, too. But they're more expensive.
1: Well, what I realized is if there is a zombie apocalypse, that man right there was yeah, doing headshots Tony's the, the whole time. Tony's so the Tony's the guy. the guy in front. Yeah, that was fun. I'll be in the rear with a sawed-off shotgun with the deer slug just in case you missed. I'll duck. Yeah. <laughs> oh.
0: Then we
3: had a couple <laughs> other guns. We had a, other, a couple other guns out there shooting long range.
0: Well, the only other long-range gun was the Ruger. And that is the, it's a DMR, it's, uh, it's for a marksman gun. It's a bench gun because it's so heavy or a prone position on a tripod. And that also is a 308. It's a bold action gun. Uh,
3: and that's one I said, I shot it three times and said you could drive nails with this Oh, yeah. yeah it's, it's uh, right away, you it's just great, know that thing is right gun. there.
0: That, that and the uh, Barrett's my two favorites. If you
3: miss
2: with that one, you can't believe the
3: gun. No, that's right. So I think you know, you know, some of us shoot more than others. I think Tony probably, have this group probably shoots more rounds. Ra- I mean, outside of Larry, shoots more rounds than the rest. But I was impressed because everybody hit, even those long range targets with the open Not a with bad the shot open sights. The that's mm-hmm. right. Everybody was hitting. Yeah, yeah. hitting uh, and the and steel out. As there.
0: long as you're hitting that target, you don't have to hit the bull all the time. Right. As long as you're in the so-called kill zone for yeah. self-defense, yeah, that's yeah. all that matters.
4: How heavy the plate steel that we're shooting out there? It's AR-500.
0: It'll take up to a 308. Is it's, it
4: quarter-inch material or three-eighths or half? It's or?
0: uh, uh, it's half inch. Some of them, some inch. of em are, actually, some of them are three-eighths, mm-hmm. but they're all tempered. It's tempered steel for up to a 308. I've shot. A uh, buddy of mine's 454 at 200 yards. It didn't damage it, but the, pl- the steel, but at 150, it would have probably dented it pretty good.
1: So, m- in my younger years, I was doing a project in the federal building in Cincinnati where we put bulletproof metal all around these rooms. It's for the FBI. So, I said, Yeah, this is bulletproof. Uh, and what would happen we you know we tried to cut it with it because you had to pre-measure it and they brought it all in and pre- it was pre-drilled so you try to take a jigsaw and, and cut into it well it would melt around the blade so he said yeah bulletproof so i had a piece i don't know about a foot by a foot and took it back home so i still live in a home as many years ago so my dad had a 22 22 hundred and 30-odd-six so 22 stopped it 22 horn stopped at 30 odd six went right through that piece of bullet because they don't uh, think you're gonna come right. you know with a 30 odd six into the federal building. they're, they're right. thinking handgun, So, right. but the 30 odd six had no problem going through it so pretty it was pretty neat the idea is the metal melts around the bullet
3: right. so. so Larry you do you do
0: uh weapons training too you still doing that uh I'm I might have a ladies class later this year yeah but uh uh i usually have one or two a year yeah so it's uh it's uh it's fun it's it's just some it's like some guy and the slingshot some women shouldn't either. <laughs> <laughs> and you've told it one or two that oh before. yes <laughs> yes told <laughs> you, them to you don't want to them do that. themselves and their neighbors a favor <laughs> you don't pick up a gun
1: that's funny. So we've got some goodies here for you as a thank you yep. for doing all this for us. So Absolutely. I'm gonna let Mr. Montag pass them out.
3: We'll start with this. But,
1: oh boy, get you a little bottle. You know
0: what? I'm down to that much, Matty Glad. There you go. We, yeah. might, you go. we yeah. might
1: have had somebody that could tell us that. Yeah,
3: somebody might have known what? that. And then this is a rusted nail speakeasy bourbon. Special from the Rusted Nail Speakeasy, where we usually do our recordings from. can you get that at any stage. Is this MGP? Well, Uh. well,
1: the base product is MGP. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Then uh, we flavored it with different
0: staves. Oh, okay. Yeah,
3: so, and, and, you know, we've talked about it on our podcast. There's a place on the other side of Cincinnati called Brain Brew Distillery. Yeah. And you can go out there, and they'll teach you how to... Blend your bourbons, really, and then you put together one, and you get something you like, and they'll bottle it for you and label it for you, just like that.
0: You know that—that's all I need is two more whiskeys. My <laughs> wife's ready to commit me right now. <laughs> and then, and then somebody at Stinger Sugar
3: Shack wanted oh, to be sure to send you like some, that some jerky you. to chew on, um, and also Stinger Sugar Shack
1: going to have some maple, maple syrup. Maple syrup.
3: Oh, absolutely. Um, we got uh, some honey from both, from uh, from Bischoff Sunrise Farm as oh. well as Shushear oh, Creek God, it's Farm. Christmas in Ballstown. It is. It's, well, that's the way we <laughs> felt today. Yeah, it was yeah. like it was Christmas, Christmas for us. Christmas for us. And then also, uh, we've got uh, across the line 1524 oh. sweatshirt oh, hoodie.
2: Great, and what's wow. your
3: mic? Yeah, what's your?
2: Or oh. your receiver?
3: And then, and then a T-shirt, okay. also. So, yeah, I mean, oh, you know, really for uh, for everything you've done here, and then, and then uh, a little gift oh. certificate for you for uh, a little place up the road called Batesville Liquor Co. He heard of it before, right? So that, uh, so that you don't have to worry about getting low on your Matty Gladden uh, uh, well, for yeah. a while. Matty, well, about out of stock, you getting a little low on it?
0: But I'm sure you can find something <laughs> else. You
2: find some other barrel
0: pair. You, Before you leave, you you have to look at my, my wife says, okay, you've taken over the den, it's the armory now, <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> you've taken over the dining room. I've the whiskey is just insane. <laughs> I mean, it's...
3: you getting a pretty good collection, are you?
0: Over 200 bottles. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. Just something about whiskey and guns. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're in <laughs> good um, company uh, here. That's right. Yeah. But just like today...
3: The guns comes before the whiskey. Absolutely. I mean, now, well, now we're at, we've are shot the
2: guns. Now we can move on there's to the whiskey. A, there's part. a time for both. That's, That's right. right. Both Absolutely. can be enjoyed safely
0: That's and, exactly and right. have fun. That's exactly
2: right. Just don't mix yeah. the two together.
0: Yeah, I mean, alcohol and shooting, really bad, bad Bad idea. Yes, it is. Yes. So we talked uh, in, in
3: past podcasts. We've had a few minutes with you, Larry, and I know um, I've kind of asked this question because you've written two books you you've got the the one uh that is kind of like a uh your review of of weapons you've shot right. in your lifetime and the other one is uh more of a journal of your life in business yes and and i mean i think it's pretty clear you know if yeah, and I, I read that book and I was just amazed at all the different things that you got into business wise yeah. and 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 uh, you, you, it's like something presented itself and you didn't blink you ju- you would jump right in and make yeah. a success of it. It was doing good. And you, yeah, <laughs> you just got to move right on. Yeah. So, um, you know, I I you know, anybody anybody it's a good read for anybody. Um, yeah. And and so you can get those books at Batesville Liquor Co. Um, for anybody that's up in the Batesville area, yeah. and it's a really good read. Yeah,
0: it, it was fun writing them. I'll tell you, it's it's hard selling because when you go on Amazon, you got two million other books. Right. And the uh, I I have got into the Indianapolis and Cincinnati library somewhat. Yeah. But even there they have been the bookstores if you don't go through a distributor they can't even talk to you Sort
1: of, that's sort of like yeah. bourbon yeah,
0: yeah. alcohol like gotta go through a yeah. distributor yeah. so does oprah still have a show maybe you need to get on oprah yeah <laughs> get on oprah's bestseller uh, well it's it, you know it's uh, the thing is it's fun. i uh, I've always been a big supporter of Honor Flight. I went on Honor Flight uh, five years ago, and I've donated 1,100 books to Honor, to Honor Flight Tri-State and uh, Honor Flight Columbus this year. Nice. So That's, That's good. It's, Thank you. And I'm I'm going to try to expand that a little bit, I think, next year. Gets, I'm going to get a couple of my deep-pocket friends if they want to donate some money uh to go with it, and I'll, I'll, I'll do it, donate to them. We'll uh, uh, try and get three or four more honor flights going.
2: Well,
3: good. So the thing I haven't figured out with all your success in business and as busy as you were raising your family, how many children do you have? My w- Seven. Seven children. My yeah. wife's a
0: saint. She's going to be a saint. <laughs> <seventh>. Yeah. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I was trying to figure out when you had time, and I've asked you this before, when you had time, for the guns and to to become such a gun well, aficionado. Well, the
0: guns came along later. I had I had a 357 Magnum and a couple other guns, but raising the kids, I taught them all to shoot. Sure. My wife used to be a really good shot, and she's got macular degeneration now, but uh, I really until uh, I got to that semi-retired point. That I really started expanding the guns and everything, and turned the uh, that woods back there into a shooting range yeah and, but uh, then didn't, i didn't have the time to to shoot right. I, I didn't have time for anything when uh, other than family and, and business
3: yeah, I could imagine reading your book, I could just imagine yeah. i was I was reading the book thinking, well, how did he The time to become so knowledgeable about uh, the guns that he has and collect all these guns that he
0: has. That was a learned experience. I had a little, you know, from the serve, from the army, but uh, as I got more time on my hands, I get bored easily. And as (laughs) I got more time on my hands, I thought, well, I'm really going to get into the guns. Cool. Cool.
4: Larry, I heard a comment out there on the range today that that you you do have the classes and you will teach people to shoot you will you will teach a guy to shoot but you prefer women yes
1: we won't follow up on what you said uh, after
0: that <laughs> no we don't want to go there <laughs> the, so the is
4: there a lot more women shooting today than there were in the past or
0: uh... on my pre-sales on my book uh... with the uh, baseball shooter and friends uh... thirty percent were women is that right Yeah. And when we took a concealed carry course in Florida, because Indiana wasn't recognized a long time ago in many states, right. uh, there were 35% women that attended the classes. Uh, I mean, just like clockwork all the time, 35%. So it's, it's a bigger thing. The, the thing with the, the women versus the guy, women will listen. And a guy, if he's shot a gun a couple times, you know he—he thinks really he knows everything. Yeah, he—he he doesn't want to listen, and I—it it doesn't make any difference. But the women are very cautious; they're very safe. I, I had a guy pick up a gun like that and start to swing it. I grabbed the gun. And I said, "Wait, I'll hand you the gun." So it's—it's—it's it's, it's a different, different breed. I've taught. Families, I talk, taught a preacher, his wife, and two college kids to shoot one day out here. And uh, they're fine. A guy who has never shot a gun is perfect. A guy who has had a little experience, but it was 20 years ago, it's a, it's a hard teach
4: was very safe today, yeah yes. yes. so load, loading one gun at a time, bringing yep. one gun out at a time yep. one shooter at a time, yep. yeah, very safe, yeah well remember. see i
0: had I had experienced one time one guy had guns that were loaded, and I had a small class, and he went over and picked up one and pointed at the ground that was loaded and he shot it and, I, and he shouldn't have been And I was up helping somebody up front, so i don't I don't do that anymore i can see why (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) you you know it's a hey it's a it's a dangerous thing right right so what's your website larryreedy.net
1: so for anybody interested in uh larry he's got a you know a couple great books out there go to larryreedy.net you'll learn about him learn about Uh. his books and then he's got a blog that he does and, yeah. and all they, kind of stuff. I, I
0: mean, people call me on the phone. I don't care. That, that, and I get emails all the time. Like I'm getting, I've am getting, i got a lot of feedback from the Honor Flight people. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And most awesome. of them are all Vietnam vets. That yeah, the
1: World War II vets are thinned out. There's not many <laughs> of those. Of left. Yeah, well, my dad's in his mid-80s. He was Korea. So right. you can, I mean, there's not... A whole lot of World War II left. So
0: Columbus this time had they had five. Uh, I'm sorry, they had four World War II vets on a trip. When I went, there were se- I think there were seven of them, and uh, five were in wheelchairs. Uh, but the honor flight, it it it's an experience that you you just never forget. Yeah,
1: my my dad went on one, oh, it's, and uh, it's amazing because I'm guessing if you went seven years ago that's about the same time he went so he says one of the best things he got talked into going and was glad yeah. he did so yeah good that's deal. just that's
0: great experience and and the the part that most people won't know when they go on honor flight when you come back from the honor flight there's a couple thousand people there to greet you yeah
1: good stuff good stuff well anybody got anything else for larry other than a big thank you for the... Oh, day. absolutely. Thank you very well, much. Lady, it's been
3: had a good time. fantastic. Thank you, thank
1: you. It's Thanks. been a great time. And well, uh, who knows, we may send the women out here next time you do a ladies' class. Well, yep. That's
2: what we were discussing, but we were a little scared of teaching the women to operate a gun better because they may just want to get rid of us. You know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> well... My wife doesn't have a safe combination. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a reason, there's a reason for that, right? My wife doesn't either. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> so and she's asked for it.
2: <laughs> Be afraid, Tony. Be very yeah, afraid. It's a need to know.
1: <laughs> so, for Cross the Line 1524, I'm Alan Stanger,
2: Dwight Bischoff, Jeff Montag,
4: Mike Gardner, Tony Roberts, and our special guest,
2: Larry Reedy. And
1: thank you, Larry. Thanks, Larry. We'll see everybody next time. So what a great day we had out at Larry Reedy's Range, uh, shooting a wide variety of guns and practicing the proper gun safety, which, quite honestly, is not taught enough. So I talked a little bit about Larry before we started. He is an author who's written several books, and he has just started a podcast. It's called Larry Reedy's America. Um, since he's just started, he just has a few episodes out, so it's not out on all podcast players and apps yet. It is on Podbeam, and you can also find it on his website, Uh And it's going to be interviews with a lot of different people and a lot of different walks of life. Um, this is going to be a fun little podcast, I believe, and Larry's doing what he enjoys doing, talking to people. It's a great time. In fact, in a couple weeks, you might know one of the guests on there. You heard our advertisement for the Creekside Church Chicken Dinner. That's coming up October 2nd. So mark your calendars if you're in the tri-state area. And something I haven't advertised, but it is coming up. He's been a guest on our podcast several times. The founder of Logstill Distillery will be in Batesville, Indiana. The one and only Mr. Wally Dant will be doing a tasting at Batesville Liquor Co. We'll be there as well. Mark your calendars. It's Thursday, September 29th. It starts at 5 o'clock. Mark your calendars now. Come on out. It's going to be a great time. We guarantee it. That's right. Batesville Liquor Co. in Batesville, Indiana. You've been listening to Cross the Line 1524. With all the guys, whether we're at the Rusty Nail Speakeasy or out on the road, you know we always... Have a great time. Hey, check out our webpage at www.crosstheline1524.com. We're also on Facebook and Twitter. Check out Podcast 1524 on Twitter Twitter. And cross the line, 15 slash 24 on Facebook. Hey, well, i just one more. Hey, give me one before you kick me out the door.